Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you. Um, today is a blessed day. And we're here to lift up the name of Jesus. And we thank God for his blessings. We want to thank God for our beautiful praise and worship service on yesterday and we thank God for today we got to face down our storm which was the message from the man of God on yesterday our pastor Bishop Murchison would you honor God who's the head of our life and to our pastor and to Lady Murchison and to all the saints we thank God for you so we counted a great blessing. And the word of the Lord was forceful on yesterday. Thank God for uh, Minister Tony Lee uh, delivering the word of God on yesterday to our in our choir annual at 4 p.m. yesterday. Uh, it was a mighty move of God, and we thank God for what God is yet doing. And uh, we want to get to the things that are at hand today. We have a a beautiful Bible study today, and we're going to come out of the Word of God in the Old Testament. We're going to go to uh, Ezekiel uh, chapter number nine. We're going to just deal with that for today. And uh, on Wednesday, we'll come out with our new series. But today we want to talk to you from the book of Ezekiel. And uh, we want to have a word of prayer before we start uh, this particular lesson on today. And so let us get ready to go before his throne. We definitely want to give honor to each and every one of you, to my own wife, Missionary Newsom, and to just the saints of God and those that are listening, all of our guests, friends, and listeners and subscribers. God bless you. I want to say thank you to all of you that supporting the Faith in God Internet TV ministry by your uh, sewing into it. You know who you are. We want to say God bless you. We didn't want to put any names out there, but we want to say God bless you for sewing into this ministry. And uh, this ministry is uh, for you, and it's. Uh, the purpose is to encourage and strengthen the people of God and all that will come and drink the water of life freely. Uh, this is about the Lord. This is not about us. This is about Jesus. And so we hope that through the words of encouragement that you'll be strengthened in your walk with God. And so let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus. 
Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for your blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we worship you in spirit and in truth. We want to give you thanks and praise for life and that more abundantly. I want to thank you, Lord, for our leaders. I want to thank you for our presiding bishop, Bishop Scott. I want to thank you, Lord, for the assistant presiding bishop, Bishop Dr. Charles Bennett, and, oh God, the entire executive board of bishops. We thank you. We pray, God, for our leaders. Oh, God, as you direct them, direct us in the name of Jesus, that your will might be done. Your kingdom has come, and now we're praying that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray, God, that souls will be saved, shackles will be loosed, heavy burdens will be lifted, and that the oppressed would go free. We pray now, God, you will lift up the bow down heads as we, oh God, give a word of encouragement to the body of believers. Direct us now as we decrease. We ask that your anointing would increase. Father, we pray for a great deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus, we glorify and we give you praise. In the matchless name of Jesus. These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. To the glory of God, we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So we want to get into the scriptures today. And uh, we want to just ex exhort you today uh, to continue on to walk with the Lord and to worship him and him only and let there be no other gods before you. Okay. And so we encourage the people of God to serve God and let no other gods be among you except the God of salvation through Jesus Christ. And so we want to uh, talk to you from Ezekiel chapter nine. There was a message uh, in this chapter that presents the coming of judgment. And uh, Ezekiel, we're living in a corrupt time. We're living in a corrupt era. We can see that we have uh, part of my sidebars. We have a newly uh, elect uh, president elect. Uh, uh, Joe Biden and uh, you know we have the vice president elect uh, Kamala Harris and so we thank God but our hope is in Jesus and so we want to say uh, God bless you and say that we know that there's a lot of corruption not only in politics but in the church um, uh, what do uh, happen in the world and what happens in the church affects the world. Now, what happens in the world shouldn't affect the church. Praise God, because we're not under this system. 
Now, we know it rains on the just as well as the unjust, but in terms of penetrating our faith and our confidence and hope in God, we should not be moved. Praise God. And I think the psalmist said that he will not be moved. Praise God. And so we thank and praise God for that. But we want to say to the people of God, Ezekiel, in his time, he faced what we're facing today. We're facing uh, corruption. Jerusalem had become corrupt. And God had to call this one man uh, to spare the minority who had been faithful. And then he called six other men to slaughter the wicked of the city. And so we want to uh, talk to you to let you know that judgment comes from God. Um, do we have uh, 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 anything to do with judgment? Uh, absolutely. But when we don't hear God, we will face judgment if we refuse to hear God. And that's what we that's what the gospel message is all about. It's about sharing the good news of Jesus Christ so people can avoid uh, the judgment because the judgment, the righteous judgment begins at the house of God. And if it begins at us, what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of Jesus Christ? And so we got to know that uh, you're going to uh, pay the piper now or you're going to pay him later. And so I'd rather be judged in a righteous way now where I can uh, uh, not make self-corrections, but that I can allow the Lord to correct me that I might go in the right way and that I might follow after God. And so that's what we're here to encourage the people of God on today. And so uh, the six men was called and the judgment was ordered by God. That's what we want to the central theme of this, we want to let people and everyone that that listening to this broadcast, we may say, well, I already know judgment comes from God. What else are you going to tell me? Well, we're going to tell you what happened in this circumstance so we can kind of see and make a comparison to then versus now. You know, sin always places us in a stage of uh, noncompliance. And when we don't comply to what God is saying to us, we will face judgment and uh, we will also be notified. And so uh, the theme today is we're serving you notice. Praise God. That's going to be the theme of this Bible class today is God is serving us notice. Praise God. And we can see through this pandemic. We can see through a number of things that are happening that God is delivering the notice. And so if we as a people of God, we need to recognize when God is putting us on notice. And this is what happened in Ezekiel time. Let us talk about it for a minute or two so we can uh, get the just of it. All right. All right. Let me, let me read uh, Ezekiel nine and we're going to just read down and try to explain a few of these. And we may uh, get into a little bit farther, but, we want to let you know that, you know, God is serving us notice. All right. So we want to let you know God is serving us notice. And I don't know if uh, a lot of us are taking notice. And so we need to, 
you know, uh, take a look at this, uh, what happened to Ezekiel. Uh, and he's serving us notice so that we don't serve no other gods and we don't put any other gods before him. And so he's serving us notice. And let us take a look at Ezekiel 9 and 1. He cried also in mine ear with a loud voice saying, cause them to have charge over the city and draw near even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate and lied toward the north and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. Look at this. He told him to go ahead and slay everybody that ain't doing right. Look at this. And he said, oh, get that weapon ready. Praise God. God is an awesome God. And he gets them prepared to do battle and to slay the wicked. Praise God. He said, every man with his slaughter weapon in his hand and one man among them was clothed with linen with a writer's inkhorn by his side. And when they went in, they stood beside the brazen altar. And the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the chair. When God left up from the chair, where it was upon the threshold of the house, and he called the one man clothed with linen, which had the ink horns by his side. And the Lord said, go through the midst of the city, uh, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. He said, put a mark on those that repudiate sin. He said, put a mark on those that are praying and that are crying out for the abominations. There's some abomination among us, not only in our government, but we got abominations right among us in our churches. Abomination. No, I said it. Let's spell out the word abominations praise God and so I want it I want it to be known that God is putting us on notice about these abominations praise God and you know what he has set the mark on the righteous to continue to cry and uh you know repudiate sin and you know that's praying and seeking God and not accepting not accepting this stuff that is unfolding before us. And you know what? The other part of this story here, uh, of this lesson, we have to look at God is sick of some stuff too. Praise God. You know, we cry out and we, we don't like stuff and we see stuff, but God is really the one that's really sick of this stuff. And he has caused this pandemic to let us see that he has set a mark on the righteous and all of those. It doesn't matter. Praise God. You know, I, I was hearing, you know, uh, praise be the name of God. And I, I don't, uh, you know, uh, get no pleasure in saying this or even, uh, 
feel comfortable with, you know, just elaborating with all of those that uh, may have power or spiritual authority. You know, um, some of these individuals are being called home. And, uh, you know, whether we want to recognize it or not, this is all orchestrated by God. Can't none of us stay here if God want to remove us. Let me say that again, my friend. If God want to get rid of any of us, whether you be in the church or not in the church, you're not going to stop God from moving, praise God. And when God gets sick of some stuff, he going to remove you, praise God. And guess what? When your assignment is over, guess what? You can't stay here past the assignment time, praise God. And so I want to say to the people of God, be encouraged, you know, but there are some abominations that God is taking care of. You don't have to speak against it. You don't have to say nothing about it because God, the eyes of the Lord is in every place, beholding the evil and the good. But God is serving us notice, praise God. What notice is he serving? He says, set a mark upon the righteous and put it up on their forehead. We think the only mark that's going to happen is the mark of the beast. We do more talking about the mark of the beast than we talk about the mark of the Lord. The Lord will mark the righteous. The scripture says, uh, uh, mark the perfect man. Behold the upright for the end of that man is peace, praise God. And here in Ezekiel, God sets aside these men. There was a man he called one man, and it was a total of seven, praise God, God's perfect number. But he marked six of them, praise God. The one with the writer's inkhorn, he gave him assignment, and he says here, go through the midst of the city, the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the forehead. He says, set a mark upon their forehead, praise God. That's the thing I'm looking at. He says, set a mark up on their forehead. Praise God. And if God says, set a mark up on them, he says, set a mark up on their forehead. Now, look at this. We're going we're gonna to get to Revelation. But for your study time, look at Revelation 7 and 3. You know, the, the Antichrist, the enemy, wants to also carbon copy, you know, uh, what God is doing. But God is also setting a mark up on the righteous in Revelation there. He's going to separate there. There's going to be another separation. But that doesn't apply to the church. God is, oh, glory be to God. And so we can see that there's going to be some remnant of Israel. There's going to be 144,000 that he's going to seal, praise God. God is going to seal 144,000 according to uh, Revelation chapter 7. Uh, take a look at it, 7 and 3 on down through there. It's 12 tribes. That's 12,000 for each tribe. If you multiply 12 times 12, it's 144,000. He's going to seal them. Praise God. But now look at this. Satan also going to copy carbon copy and set a mark up on people. And it's going to be a number that I talked about uh, earlier, uh, a few series earlier. And it's going to be 666, 666. Praise God. This is why we shouldn't be uh, following these false images and setting up images that's not uh, of God. And so, but we're not on that topic today. We're on the topic of God is serving us notice. What notice is he serving? He's got the man with the inkhorn and it's by his side and he's writing some stuff. And he said unto him, go through the midst of the city of Jerusalem and set a mark. He's, he's marking the righteous, praise God. 
Don't think that God is not, God will not forget your labor love for that which you minister toward the saints. Other folk may not see it. Other folk may not appreciate it, but you keep going in the grace of God and be encouraged and do God's work. All of you men of God, all you bishops and pastors, keep on keeping on. Don't be discouraged. Be encouraged because God has set a mark and he's called you to crowd against these abominations. Let us take a look. He says, set a mark upon the forehead of the men and sigh and cry for all the abominations. If it's ever been a time to a cry out against abominations, the time is now. He says in Isaiah 58, cry aloud and spare not and lift up your voice like a trumpet in Zion. Show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. He said that to them. And we say to the church today, God is serving us notice. Let us take a look at verse number five. All right. And he says, uh, crowd against the abominations that's done in the midst thereof. And to the others, he said, in mine hearing, go after him through the city and smite. He told these six, as he go through and mark the heads of the righteous and mark those that are crying out against abominations, those that's living right, he said, mark them and set them aside. But the men that's following the one with the ink horn, go and smite. Praise God. He said, go and kill them. Let me just bring it out. Let me break it down to you. He said, go and destroy them. Go and slaughter them. Lord have mercy. We can see we serve a God of judgment. We don't want to fall into judgment. And he said, go after through them, go after him through the city and smite and let not your eyes spare. Neither have ye pity. Slay ye utterly the old, the young, both the maids, the little children, the women, but come not near. Hmm. Come not near any man whom the mark, whom is the mark, praise God, praise God. God has set a mark for the people of God when they came out of Exodus, when they came out of Israel, the great Exodus, he set a mark by putting blood up on the doorpost and anybody that had the blood upon their doorpost, the deaf angel passed over, praise God. That was the Passover. All of those that honored the Passover and respected what God was doing and got in that place under the ark of safety, they didn't have to worry about, glory be to God, destruction coming to their house. We can see in this pandemic that the deaf angels come and getting folks. Doesn't matter if you're in the church, out the church, uh, wherever you are. If you don't have the writer's inkhorn mark on you. If you don't have the mark of the word of God written in your heart, praise God. He's not writing it on tablets of stone anymore, but he's writing it in our hearts, praise God. And if we don't have the word of God in our heart, we will sin against God. David said, thine word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And he tells the, he tells the man that he gave the assignment to, to go with this writer's inkhorn and mark all of those that are crying against these abominations. 
you know somebody in sin and you trying to make excuses and you're trying to uh what what I call inclusion and you know tolerate and tolerance and all this stuff sin is sin I don't care who it is I don't care who it's in it's sin and we need as a people of God to cry out against all unrighteousness the Bible says righteousness shall exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. What's abomination? Let's describe what abomination is. Abomination is a thing that God hates and that's sin. And you know what? There's many abominations. We can sit back and act like we don't know what the abomination is. But the abomination is you come into church and you know you're not doing right. Praise God. Let me break it down. You come into church and you know you shouting and you doing all this dancing and you know your life is raggedy. And God has given us opportunity after opportunity. Repent. That's all we got to do. Praise God. If we repent, we will get the righteous mark on us that when God come through to start doing the, the destruction, the, sla the, the slaying and the destroying of the abomination. Don't you know if you hooked up with something that's abominable that you're going down with it? Praise God. We need to be encouraged today. We need to take a look at this. It's very, very important. Let us take a look at the word of God here. He says, go through the midst of the city of Jerusalem, set a mark on their forehead, sigh and cry the abomination that's been done in the midst thereof. And he says to the others, he said in mine hearing, go after them. And he said, go through the city and smite and let not your eyes spare, neither have pity, slay the old and the young, both the handmaiden and the little children, the women, and but come not near any man whom the mark is. And he began in, at my sanctuary. He started at the house of God. Let me say this to the people of God. We not going to escape. Let me go to Hebrews here. You know, my thing is uh, just because we have grace and God has afforded us the opportunity to receive salvation. We not going to have an opportunity uh, to escape the judgment. Praise God, because it's very, very important that we understand that God says start in the sanctuary. And we think we think, you know, yeah, we got to preach the gospel and share, you know, the good news and share with people that they need to get saved before it's everlasting too late. But it's very, very uh, it's very, very important that we look at God speaking to us as a people. And what we need to do is we need to give heed to the word of God. In Hebrews 2 and 1, he says, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Hebrews 2 and 2, for if the word spoken by angels, praise God, if the word of God was spoken by angels and it was steadfast, God called these six men which was these angels that came to slaughter all of them. Praise God. That was abomination. That was an abomination. 
if it says here, if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, when judgment go out, God is not going to change it. He given us time now to make some changes. And he said, if the word was steadfast, the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense and reward. The word of God says in Hebrews 3, 2 and 3, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which began, which, which first began at to be spoken, which at the first uh, began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed by them that heard him. Do we hear God giving us notice? Do we hear God giving us notice? Verse four, Hebrews two and four, God also bearing them witness with both signs and wonders and divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Look at this. God has set up, you know, signs and wonders, witnesses. Hadn't God witnessed to us and let us know through the death of others, through the, through the, through the abominations of others, that he will not uh, spare us either? Yes, he's a merciful God. Yes, he's a loving God. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But what are we going to do about the notice? You know, I'm going to bring this analogy. Some people, they um, get behind on their rent. And the landlord come and say, hey, uh, I've worked with you. I've done as much as I can do. Um, this is as far as I can go. Uh, I need you to have that rent paid in five days. If you don't pay the rent in five days, I'm going to have to serve you a notice. Now it's your choice. It's, it's your choice what you do with the notice. You can say, you can disregard the notice. You can say, hey, well, you know, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I figure out what I do, five, what I'm going to do five days later. Now, it's better that we take heed to the notice. He comes back five days later. You don't have the rent paid. So the landlord already got the the yellow slip or the pink slip filled out and he gives it to you and he say, Hey, here's your five day notice to pay or quit. And then another five days expire and you don't pay the rent. This is what God does to us. He give us notice through the word of God. He doesn't do it once, twice. He does it as many times as grace and mercy would allow him to warn us. But then once we, disregard to notice long enough. He dispatched an angel. He told the man with the ink horn, mark the righteous that's crying out against this wrong, you know, this wrong that's, that's abominable and that they cry out and pray and seek God for justice. And now God sends judgment. He sends these six angels the, the, the glory of the Lord. Let me explain. Let me explain what the glory of the Lord is. It's the manifestation of God's character. It left the cherubims. That lets you know God had, he had, he had left from the presence of the people. And this is why I'd rather have his presence 
Because when his presence leave, judgment is on the way. He left out of the midst of Israel. He dwelled between the cherubims, the Ark of the Covenant. He dwelled between the cherubims. But when judgment time came, he left it. And he sent the one man with six men with the sword in their hand. And he told them to mark the righteous and send the six to slay and destroy everything and don't have no pity on it. See, grace is just for a dispensation of time. And God will no longer hold off his judgment because he's soon to come. And we can cry and we can do a lot of things and we can say, oh, well, God is merciful. Yes, he is. But when God says enough is enough, that's it. And we need to, we need to take a look at this. God is serving us notice. Look at this now. And he says here, uh, let uh, not want not let not your eyes spare, neither have pity. Slay utterly the old. Look at this pandemic, the old, the young. They said the pandemic wasn't supposed to be killing young people. The old and the young are perishing. Hmm? The small and the great, the maids, the little children, women, but don't come near anybody that I didn't put had these uh had this mark put on them with the man with the with the ink horn praise god and god is sending his word uh to put the mark up on our hearts toward him that we have no other gods before him and we keep god in our hearts like we supposed to and we uh have god sanctify us holy double h o l l y look at this and he says, but don't come near any man who the mark is on. And it started at the sanctuary. Start at the house of God. Isn't that powerful for us to take a look? He started at the sanctuary. He didn't start in the world. A lot of us got this twisted. He before before he brings judgment on the world, he's starting with the with the people of God first. Praise God. And he says here, then they began at the ancient man started with the old man, which was before the house started with the elderly. Praise God. Started with those that had God law that knew better, that knew what God had said. Then they began with the ancient men before the house, before the house. And he said unto them, defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Look at this. He says, defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Go ye forth. And they went forth and slew in the city. What a mighty slaughter. And it came to pass why they were slaying them. And I was left. Then I fell upon my face. We need to face down our storm, saints. He says, I fell upon my face and I cried, glory, hallelujah. He said, ah, Lord God, will thou all, will thou destroy all of Israel with the outpouring of thy fury upon Jerusalem? He asks a question here. 
and God's glory is his manifestation of God's character. And it shows his ultimate power being transcended upon um, moral perfection. He only was going to have mercy upon the righteous. Look at this. And look at this. He revealed himself so that we can worship and follow him. Those that's, you know, following after God, you know, walking after God. He gave them an opportunity to glorify God for his absolute holiness and his perfection. Praise God. And so we can look at this and see, you know, uh, God placed the cherubims even at Eden after Adam and Eve had sinned mm-hmm. to keep them out of there. And a lot of times we can look at this in uh, Ezekiel here, the representation of the cherubims. Uh, uh, we can look at it as, you know, a, a decorative piece to, uh, for the tabernacle and the temple. And the lid was the Ark of the Covenant, which is called the mercy seat. Look at this now. But look at this. These two golden cherubims uh, that Ezekiel saw hmm, uh, was left in the temple along with the glory of God. But they recognized them as living beings, praise God, when they saw it in the first vision. And we'll see that in Ezekiel chapter 1. In the first vision, they saw it. Praise God. They saw the glory of God being in their midst, the living God. And isn't that something? When God leaves our presence, that should stir us up, that should give us a warning, should give us a notice that something's wrong. When his presence leaves, his glory leaves. And guess what? His fury follows thereafter. And I hope I'm saying something to encourage us to get in a hurry. I'm not trying to stoke fear in nobody. I'm not trying to uh, uh, give you doom and gloom, but I must give you the word of the Lord. Look at verse eight. And it came to pass while they were slaying them. He said, I was left and I fell upon my face and cried and said, our Lord God, would thou destroy all the residue? of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury. This is the question he asked here. He wanted to know, is God going to destroy all of these people? Praise God. God used these six men to destroy the wicked people. And he put a mark upon them. Praise God. Just like he did the doorpost for the Israelites in Exodus. And guess what? The mark of the blood on the doorpost was to save them from death. Don't you know? Oh, glory be to God. God has given us his Holy Spirit to save us from death. Praise God. Even if our life is gone, we won't have eternal death because we that sleep with him shall God bring with him. Praise God. Look at this. During uh, this final days, God will mark those that are destined for salvation. Satan will also put his mark upon followers. You'll see that in Revelation 13, 16. 
we can take a look at it. But in Revelation 7 and 3, you will see God put a mark upon the righteous. Praise God. He will seal that 144,000, which is the 12 tribes of Israel. Praise God. That's not the church. Just don't, just don't get it mixed up. All right. But then in Revelation 13, you'll see Satan also carving, copying what God does. This is why we can't get caught in uh, serving the wrong God because Satan going to do some things that cause people to be marveled. But we got to know that only God is to be worshiped and served. Praise God. Look at this. Uh, Satan is destined for destruction. But when God punishes sin, he won't forgive. He will not forget the promise to preserve his people. This is the thing that I wanted to say to the people of God. Just make sure you don't get caught up in these abominations. You know, my thing is, you know, don't let somebody else's situation cause you to be in a situation. Don't let somebody else's mistake or failure to serve the true and living God become uh, and let it penetrate your love and your uh, adoration and your drive for God. You continue to serve God and pray for him. Don't let people discourage you from praying because they don't want to pray. Don't let people discourage you from reading your Bible because they don't want to read their Bible. Praise God. And another thing, because other people don't want to, uh, oh, glory be to God, don't want to sow into ministry, don't let them stop you from sowing into ministry. Praise God. Because we got some we got some stuff going on in these last days. And I got to encourage the people God is serving us. Notice, don't be like them. That's the uh, that's the subtopic of this lesson. Don't be like them. Praise God. God is serving us. Notice. Don't be like them. Praise God. And we're going to be talking about this this week. Don't be like them. Because we can see the example that was set here in Ezekiel. If you be like them and you follow after these other guys and you get caught in these abominations and you get caught in, you know, serving things and not the creator, praise God. And you get caught in loving stuff and not loving God. We going to have trouble on our hand. Look at this. He says, and they went forth and slew in the city. We're getting ready to get out of here. And it came to pass while they were slaying them. He said, I was left and I fell upon my face and I cried. And I asked the Lord a question. Without destroy all the residue of Israel? He cried out and said, Lord, you know, will you destroy all the people? Mm, will you destroy all of us? And the people that said the Lord had forsaken the earth wouldn't see they sin. Isn't that bad when people say, you know, God has forgotten about us? God has not forgotten about us. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a lie from the pit of hell. And Satan comes to weaken our faith and confidence in God and speak to our minds and our hearts false truths. And you know what the Bible said in these last days? We will believe a lie before we will the truth. 
the truth is the matter. The truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, God has not forgotten about us saints. God will reward the righteous. Praise God. But he will not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Look at this. Then he said unto me, the iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great. And the land is full of blood and the city is full of perverseness. For they say the Lord had forsaken the earth and the Lord see it not. We think the Lord don't see what we're doing. Oh, God don't see the sin. God sees the sin. God sees the wrong. And God has set a time that he would judge the earth. We have to exhibit patience and confidence in God. Faith in God. Very important. I want to say this. The people had many convenient explanations to make it easy for them to keep sinning. People tell you anything, you know, you judging, you know, God ain't, God ain't concerned about, you know, what, what, you know, every little thing you all, you know, you all are, you know, um, you know, um, so strict. You all are so full of legalism, you know. God is a holy God. He's a righteous God. And I always say, look at your Bible. Sin is what God say it is. It's not what I say it is. It's not what people opinions about sin is. All unrighteousness is sin. God explicitly gives what sin has to deal with. And it starts with his 10 commandments. And then there were some other uh, provisions and revisions that went along with it. And if you hate your brother without a cause, that's one of the greater sins. Praise God. All sin is sin, but to hate your brother without a cause, that's total wickedness. Praise God. We need to get it together. And I want to serve you notice, according to the word of the Lord, don't be like them. Look at this. How was them? We're going to get into it later this week. How was them? You know, they had some issues. Let's take a look. Everybody was doing, you know, so, you know, so people were saying it doesn't matter. You know, have you heard that phrase today? It, that, that doesn't matter. Well, what does God's word say about it, about your actions? Who told you it didn't matter? You know, that's the same lie Satan told Eve. Had God had said that thou should surely die? <laughs> you know, and so, you know, we go, we, we begin to question God, praise God. And there is no reason to question what God has said. Hmm? What God has said, he's going to bring it to pass and his word shall not return unto him void. If God has said something, he meant what he said. If he said live holy, or if he said be holy, that means don't try, be holy, praise God. And there, the word of God with the provision 
to tell you and show you how to be holy. And you cannot be holy without a holy God. We need God to become holy. And if we think we're going to put God all to the side and do all these abominations and do all these things and say, God is still with me. The devil is a lie. God is a God of his word. Let me go now. Got to get out of here. The people begin to make rationalizations about their sins, making excuses and making it easier to keep committing their sin. But rational, rationalization does not convince God and it certainly won't cancel judgment. You rationalizing and trying to justify what you're doing, it's not going to change what God is getting ready to do in this earth. We want to let you know it won't cancel, won't convince God, and it won't cancel judgment or the punishment that he's assigned for the people that don't have the mark upon them. I want to hope I said something to encourage you today. I want to say God bless you to the people of God, but I want to say to you today, the topic is God is serving us notice. And the subtopic is of this Bible class. Don't be like them. We're going to continue it on on Wednesday. If the Lord's will. So we ask that you would come on and join us on the Faith in God Internet TV, where we'll be broadcasting live video feed. YouTube and Facebook, please join us on Wednesday at the 1 o'clock hour from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. We ask that you would continue to sow into the broadcast using the dollar sign cash app and then sow into the dollar sign fidget. Once you set up your credentials, you can sow into the uh dollar sign F-I-G-I-T-V. So once you set up your banking credentials, very secure payment method or or, or if you want to um, sow into it, uh, we ask that you would sow bountifully and God will bless you. And even if you don't sow, we ask that you would uh, share this link to somebody else that needs encouragement, that needs truth, that needs the word of the Lord. We all need the word of the Lord. But the Bible said, he that have an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. And so we say to the people of God, be encouraged today. We love you uh, with the love of God. Uh, we pray that God uh, love and his favor will shine upon you uh, as the noonday sun. Uh, we want to thank uh, all of our listeners and subscribers, uh, um, Sister Queen or whomever um, that's um, if they're not using their real name, I just say Queen, Brother, Sister Queen. Um, we thank God for you listening into the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast and to uh, all of our listeners. I want to thank God for the Pentecostal Power Church. Uh, thank you for listening into the broadcast. I hope I said something to encourage the people of God under this title today. God is serving us notice. And the subtopic is don't be like them. And so we're going to finish out. We're going to go back to Ezekiel. And we're going to go to Ezekiel 9 and 8 uh, on, on Wednesday, and we're going to finish it out. Uh, we're going to finish it out, and we're going to put a couple other scriptures to go with this to let you see that God is getting our attention. And I know some of us know it, but to those that may not have gotten the memo, we're going to be finishing up on Wednesday. So we ask you to come back and be there with us 
on the broadcast. No, notice this, that also on Tuesday at the seven o'clock hour, seven o'clock PM Central Standard Time, you can go to YouTube, PPC Milwaukee. Once you go to YouTube, type in PPC space Milwaukee, and we'll be teaching uh, with the elders, um, the elders will be teaching uh, Sunday school on Tuesday night. So if you are seeking for a word of Sunday school uh, through Sunday school, we're having it uh, via social media on the PPC YouTube uh, Milwaukee uh, page. And so you can go to YouTube, type in PP, search for PPC Milwaukee, and you will find some uh, broadcasts there. Our current broadcast will be broadcasting at the seven o'clock hour. We do have other video feed up. So if you'd like to take a look at that uh, until the broadcast comes on, you can do that as well. And so we welcome all of your support and your prayers. And so with no further ado, we want to thank you for listening and being a part of the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. We thank God for you. We want to say God bless you in the name of the Lord. And we ask that you would uh, just continually um, be a part of this ministry. And so we ask that you uh, will keep us in your prayers. And so we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. There may be somebody that need prayer, need strength, need encouragement. We're going to pray now. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come before thee and before thy presence. We thank you, Lord, for the Bible class. We thank you, Lord, for the word of the Lord. We pray, God, that it went out and accomplished what you sent it to do. We pray, God, that the people of God will be strengthened and encouraged, strengthened in the inner man. Continue to bless our listeners and subscribers. Bless the church ministry in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and we give you praise. And we thank you for a great deliverance coming our way. In Jesus' name, we pray. We pray that you would save even now. Touch those families, God, that, oh God, are going through. Those that are going through hard tests and trials. Oh, God, see them through now. Look on the Crawford family. Look on those that are bereaved. Look on those that are hurting. Look on those, oh, God, that's looking to you to make a difference in their lives. And, Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. And we believe in you right now for greater victory in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. With no further ado, God bless you. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name. I am the one whose name is a tower where you can run and hide. I am he who has all power in my hands. And if you believe on my word, you can stay. Start. I am the one who takes.
Jesus, impossible things That's who I am Just let me be who I am For you And if there's a need When you are sick Just let me be who I am. 